In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. It's time for Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Have you ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Every week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. Guests will come from many different backgrounds, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Every show is a dose of inspiration. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And now, here's your host, Brian K. Wright. Hello and welcome to Success Profiles Radio. I am your host, Brian K. Wright, and it is a pleasure to be with you here today. I'm honored that you chose to spend part of your day with me here, and this is going to be a really fantastic show. I'll be introducing my guests shortly, and I promise this will be a fun and informative hour. It's going to be great. I just want to take a minute or two to share some things I've been learning and thinking about lately, and I'll do this every single week. I'm continuing to read a really great book called The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. He's the publisher of Success Magazine. Uh, You really should check this book out. He states that when people set goals, they ask themselves what they need to do to achieve it. That's not really a bad place to start. However, a better question is, who do I need to become to achieve this goal? Now, let's just say for the sake of example, you want to attract a really important client in business or you want to attract an ideal romantic partner. You need to identify what your ideal profile is for who you want that party to be. In other words, what do you want out of it? More importantly, though, you need to ask yourself what type of person do you have to be for them to want to be associated with you? That's a question that very few people bother to ask, and it's really important. If you think that client or that partner will never be interested in you, uh, then who, you, who do you need to become to make that happen? Once you answer that question uh, then begin doing something about it, that's where great things can happen for you. With all of this in mind, I do want to introduce my guest who has had an incredible journey that I want to explore today. And before I forget, let me give you the call-in number in case you'd like to call in and participate in today's discussion. That number is 866-404-6519. Once again, that's 866-404-6519. My guest this week is Matt Jones. And before I bring him on, let me tell you a little bit about him. Matt Jones is a world-class professional speaker and author. He's committed to inspiring audiences and delivering strategies to help organizations thrive in the midst of adversity and excel to new heights of performance. Matt's story has been featured in both international magazines and TV shows. He holds a bachelor's in communication and MLS in liberal studies with an emphasis in organizational leadership and is currently pursuing his doctorate in organizational leadership. Matt is currently the author of five books with more to come in the future. The first is called Going Through Hell, Don't Stop. The second is called How to Survive Your Darkest Days and Create a Bright Future. The third one is 101 Timeless Truths, Proverbs from Around the World. The fourth is Life's a Marathon, 26.2 Winning Strategies for Personal and Professional Success. And number five is Sales is a Marathon, 26.2 Winning Strategies to Stay Motivated in Sales. 
and his newest one is Leadership as a Marathon, 26.2 Winning Strategies to Stay Motivated as a Leader. As you can see, there's a theme, and we're going to be exploring that greatly. I personally have one of these books, the one that's called Life as a Marathon, 26.2 Winning Strategies for Personal and Professional Success. And with all this in mind, let me bring on my guest, Matt Jones. Matt, are you there? I am here. How are you doing, Brian? I'm doing fantastic. Welcome to Success Profiles Radio. It's great to have you here. Oh, it's a, it's a pleasure to be here. Fantastic. Well, let's just start at the very beginning. Tell us a little bit about your background and how this really got started, because your story is uh, really, really unique and very inspirational. Well, like most people, we all have our stories. I think we all have those defining moments, those turning points in life. And for mine, it was yes. September 11th, 2002. I was a senior in college. I just couldn't wait to graduate and go out to the real world, you know, find my place. Um, but again, my senior year, uh, something wasn't right. I had this sore throat that would not go away, and I was sleeping up to 16 hours a day. I mean, mm. got to one point where I slept uh, 23 hours in a 24-hour time period. Wow. So I was missing all my classes, and I figured I had mono. Going around campus, so my friends had had it, so I went to the doctor, Got tested. The results came back negative. He said, Matt, you know, I've got to run some more tests. You know, you're free to go home. You know, if this persists, you know, there might be something else, and, you know, I'll give you a call. And a little bit after 1 o'clock, 9-11-2002, my doctor called me back. And that's when he said, you know, the white blood count five times greater than normal, and you probably have leukemia. And drove hmm. the doctor to the hospital and sure enough, age of 23, diagnosed with cancer. Wow. That's, that's absolutely amazing. What was running through your mind when you found that out? You know, you know just at first, I just was like, this is unreal moment. You know, I'm 23 yeah. years young. I was a certified personal trainer. I was into, you know, bodybuilding. I mean, health was my life. And, to, you know, hear the C word. And I just... You know, the best way to describe it was like if someone just reached down and pushed the pause button on my life. Yeah. And yeah, I we're was just in, in shock. Yeah. It just goes to show we're not all as invincible as we tend to think we are, especially <laughs> when we're that age. <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> wow. I thought so, I was going to be the next Arnold. It changed all overnight. <laughs> yeah, that changed overnight. So you're, you're laying in the hospital. And you, you had a really incredible uh, goal that you set for yourself. You're laying in the hospital. You're just laying there. You're sick, not sure even if you're going to live. What, what goals were you thinking about at that time? Well, what happened was initially I went in treatment, and in three months I was in remission. Mm -hmm. I was like, you know, wow, you know, I faced this, this major thing, you know, cancer, and I beat it. You know, I can do anything in life. Doctor right. said, Matt, 80% chance I'll never come back. So it was like I had this new lease on life. I was just like, I could conquer. I could do anything. And Brian, seven months later, it came back. Mm. And that was probably one of the lowest points in my life. So I was devastated. Right. I, I, I got in that old thing, why me? I started throwing a pity party. <laughs> yeah. So it's hard for myself. Mm -hmm. And um, I came out of that and got back in remission a second time. And that's when my doctor said, you're going to need a bone marrow transplant. Oh, my gosh. So they, they started looking for a donor. Um, yeah, like when it rains, it pours. Yeah. And 
got back in remission, like I said. I was able to graduate college 2004 now, and I'm still waiting for a donor. So I was feeling really good, so I started having these just these, these massive headaches. Mm. And it just it was just like, what's going on here? I was referred to several different doctors, several different uh, specialists, and that's when I discovered, I'll never forget, there's a January Monday morning, and I'm sitting in another hospital bed waiting for these results, and I hear a knock. And then he comes to the, this doctor, who I now refer to as Dr. Doom. Yes. And she came in and she sat down next to me and she said, Matt, the cancer's come back. Not only mm. has it come back, but it's spread to the fluid in your brain. Mm. And you have a less than 10% chance of living to age 30. Wow. And she got wow. up. That is. She walked out. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, so that was quite not a fun Monday morning. <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't think so. And so what happened was because and because the leukemia came back, spread to the fluid in the brain, and also came back in the rest of my body, mm. they had to fight the cancer on two fronts. And so they put this device in my head called Omaya Reservoir in order to administer the chemotherapy because of the brain-blood barrier. Mm. And they also put me on this experimental chemotherapy. And what happened was eventually this little device in my head became infected. Uh, one of my kidneys began to shut down. Temperature rose to over 104 degrees. And oh, right wow. around Valentine's Day, two, uh, Valentine's Day 2004, around 2 o'clock in the morning, the doctors called all my family and friends because they didn't think I was going to make it. Mm. And against all odds, I recovered. And as yeah. I came out of that, Brian, um, that's when I formulate this, this vision, because what happened was I, I couldn't hardly speak, I couldn't concentrate, I couldn't even tie my own shoes. Yeah. And what I had to do is, like, so often in life, we have that choice. Every day we wake up, we have a choice. You know, mm -hmm. we all face setbacks. We all get knocked down. We all have things go un unplanned. But the key is not what happens to us, but ultimately how we perceive what happens to us. Mm-hmm. And so as I was laying there in my bed, I was like, you know, I want to complete a marathon. That's like the ultimate test of endurance. And if I could just complete a marathon, that would be proof to myself that I was healthy again. Yeah. And even though I couldn't tie my own shoes, even though I couldn't even walk by myself, I set that goal, that intention. Wow, that that's a pretty uh, that's a pretty lofty goal for laying in a hospital bed, not sure sure that you're going to live. Uh, it, it gave you something to focus on and look forward to. I mean, I think lots of times that is a, a great principle uh, to abide by. Is when when you have something to look forward to, it gives you strength to keep going. Yes, and, and researchers have shown that if your goal is not big enough, you won't have enough motivation to do the things day in and day out discipline it takes to achieve that goal. You've got to have something that's going to make you excited. Because if you yeah. have something that makes you excited, then you're going to do the actions that will make you, allow you to get there. Yeah, and it's really very important uh, to, to know that because you, you have to, you know, be properly motivated and you have to have a strong enough reason why. And that's something that uh, Darren, I was talking at the beginning of the show about the compound effect by Darren Hardy. He spends a lot of time 
time talking about having a strong enough why to do something. And when you have a strong enough why, you can do anything. We have just a minute before our first break. Uh, let, me, let me just ask you this. How long did it take for you to be able to get out of the hospital? Well, that second time, I was in the hospital a total of six weeks, the so last time. Okay. And, and that, was, that was kind of challenging being stuck in that. In the last month of that, I was in a bone marrow unit. So I was really all isolated by myself because I was um, having to regrow a new immune system. Okay. All right. We'll tell you what, we just have a few seconds before our break. Uh, I am your host, Brian K. Wright, and we are talking with Matt Jones, leukemia survivor. And we've been talking about his journey and, and how he found out at a very, very young age, at the age of 23, that he had leukemia and, and how he's battled through that. We're going to talk about the result of that battle here shortly after the break. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us. Don't go away. We're having a fantastic show. Please stay around and enjoy it. is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio, and we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. In today's business world, you have to be LinkedIn. LinkedIn, it's a great tool, and Carol McManus is the LinkedIn lady. Join us for the LinkedIn Lady Show every weekday afternoon at 3 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Carol is here to show you and your business how every social media site has a specific demographic, personality, and purpose that can benefit you. In each show, the LinkedIn Lady will have a variety of guests, such as business owners who will showcase their businesses and talk about how they're using social media to stay in touch with not only customers, but to attract new relationships that become customers. Other guests will be experts in social media who will speak to the use of Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Google, Plaxo, Squidoo, and of course, LinkedIn. For more on Carol and the show, check out her website, LinkedInLady.com. Join us for the LinkedIn Lady Show with your host, Carol McManus, every weekday afternoon at 3 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Goals, objectives, business and action plans. How important are they for me to manage? Whether you're an executive, entrepreneur, or maybe you're just someone looking to advance your career and want to be confidently prepared for your future, business and life coach Carmen Carosa can help you remove obstacles and move forward in the right direction. Carmen is known as the real-world coach for a reason. His no-nonsense style along with an innate ability to form connections with people gives you a unique opportunity to see higher and further than ever before. We live and work in an ever-changing, complicated world that can leave us with questions about every decision we make. Join host Carmen Carosa, business and life coach, on Forward Motion every Monday at 2 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Rockstar Radio Network. You will realize dreams and aspirations you thought were out of reach. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. Welcome 
Welcome back. This is Success Profiles Radio. I'm your host, Brian K. Wright, and my guest today is Matt Jones, leukemia survivor and author and professional speaker. We've been talking about his journey as he's battled leukemia. And uh, Matt, you've done some really wonderful things as a result. I want to talk a little bit about success and leadership because those are some real central themes that you've been exploring and sharing with audiences uh, in your speaking career. What do you think it means to, to be successful? You know, that's a Great question, Brian, because I think it's an important thing as a person to define that for themselves. Because if you don't know what you're going after, it's hard to get there. Uh, One of my favorite definitions of success is um, Earl Nightingale. Earl Nightingale, for those who don't familiar with him, he's a great broadcaster. Many really consider the dean of professional development. Yes. He said, I love this definition, success is the worthwhile pursuit of a worthy goal. I love that. And, and for me, one of the things I try to ask myself every single day is two things. How can I get better and how can I make a difference? And for me, that's what success is. You know, making yourself better, but also giving back and helping others. I think it has to have those two components. How can I get better and how can I make a difference? Yeah, every day, yeah. Every day. It, it could be just a little thing. You know, it could just be, you know, how many people we meet on a day-to-day basis and they just need a smile. And yes. just a, a smile can make just a huge impact that we don't even realize. And it can uh-huh. be as simple as that. And I think sometimes uh-huh. we forget that. It's the little things that sometimes make the biggest differences. Oh, yeah. I, I totally agree with that. I mean, sometimes that's really all it takes. I mean, you don't know what battle that other person is is going through that day, and sometimes a simple smile is really about all it takes. Sometimes it takes a lot more than that, but <laughs> this is boy, true. the little things sure do add up. Yes, yes, absolutely. Let's talk a little bit about leadership because that's the theme of your newest book, and I know you've, uh, are, you're studying organizational leadership uh, in school. Yes. Uh, what do you think it takes to be a great leader? What's your philosophy of leadership? My overall, I think the, the fundamental foundational thing about leadership is realizing it's about other people. Mm. I think, unfortunately, we have too many leaders today, and they're all focused on their own agenda, focused on themselves and not those they lead. You know, an interesting story that really just, just, I keep, is in my head, a couple months ago, I was in the Nebraska Lincoln Airport, and I was talking to this this elderly gentleman, I was telling him I'm working on my you know, PhD in organizational leadership. We started talking about leadership, and he said something that's really stuck with me, Brian. He said, you know, we used to call the people that we elect to office, we used to call them public servants. Yes. Today, we now call them public officials. Yeah. And I thought that, about that. You know, that's it, a, yeah. You think about it, just, you know, the recent stuff, you know, the budget crisis, all this stuff that goes on. It seems like so often, you know, people are in leadership. To, it's all about what they can get out of it. Right. But the essence of that is how you can serve others. And it's actually, there's a newer uh, leadership theory called servant leadership. And it's based on that whole principle about how leadership is about a relation. It's about others and how we can serve those. Yeah. Come on, you remember that old quote by Zig Ziglar, that good old quote he used to say? He used to say, um, something along the lines, you get everything you want in life as long as you help others get what they want. Exactly. And he says that in just about every single book he's ever written. And I, I think that's incredibly profound. I mean, you, you have to be focused on other people because people will remember you if you 
you are focused on what they want. If you are there to take rather than give, people see all the way through it. So true, so true. Absolutely. Yeah, so, so I, think I think that's fundamental uh, key of at the start of uh, real leadership. Yes. Now, I, I want to uh, switch gears a little bit, Matt. I've, I've heard you speak. We've, we've met at conferences and events before, and I've heard you speak. And anyone out there who's a meeting planner, you need to hire Matt Jones to speak for you. It's an amazing experience that you will not soon forget, and I, I absolutely mean that. I will thank um, you. You're welcome. Too, too kind. Well, it's, it's the truth. It's the truth as I know it. We'll say that. There you go. Well, um, at, at that event that I heard you speak at, you had your book, Life's a Marathon, 26.2 Winning Strategies for Personal and Professional Success. And you were gracious enough to give me a copy of your book, and I gave you a copy of mine. So I want to explore some of the themes that you wrote about in that book because uh, 26.2, there's you know 26 things in here. We have a lot to talk about, and I think there are a lot of really, really important principles of success that we can explore. One of the first things you talk about is visualizing your victory. Tell us what you mean by that. There's a timeless truth. It says, where there's no vision, the people perish. And it's kind of like the old you know analogy you might have heard. If you're going on a vacation, you don't know where you're going. Well, how are you going to get there? And I think, unfortunately, so many people go through life and they just – they have no vision. They don't know what they want to accomplish. They don't know what they want to do, so they grasp on to the first thing they come across. You know, it's kind of like a lot of college graduates, especially in this economy. It's like they just want to get a job. Mm-hmm. If, they're, if they're not careful, they're stuck in this job, which not even relating to what they want to do, mm-hmm. and they're just going with the flow. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of like you've seen like on a windy day, like a, a leaf or like a plastic bag just blowing through the parking lot. Right. Well, if you don't have a vision – and that, yeah. that's where you're going to end up. You, you know, yeah. one, of the, one of the stories I share is when Dr. Doom told me I had less than 10% chance of living. Mm. If I would have bought into her vision for my life, I wouldn't be here. Yeah. Um, one of the most profound things one of my speaking mentors, Les Brown, said is someone else's opinion of you does not have to become your reality. That's awesome. And one of the things I, Brian, I tell all my audiences is everyone has a Dr. Doom in their life. These Dr. Mm-hmm. Dooms to try to tell you what you can and cannot do. And that's why you've got to have your own vision. And that's why you've got to visualize it on a daily basis. Because if you don't have that vision in front of you, if you aren't visualizing it, you know, life's going to get in the way. It's going to distract you. Yeah. Uh, for example, I just recently completed my third marathon in Tokyo. Mm. And one of the things I did to visualize this victory to – to do the trainings day in and day out, I had a picture of Tokyo on my phone. And every time I looked at that, I was like, that's what I'm going for. That's what I'm – and it helped me to stay motivated when I'd rather just sit on the couch and watch some TV <laughs> instead yeah. of my running shoes and go out there and run some miles. I love the fact that you had a picture of Tokyo and you visualized it. Um, there's a book that you've probably read as well as I have by Jack Canfield called The Success Principles, How to Get oh. from Where You Are to Where You Want to Be. Oh, yeah. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful book. Great it's one of my favorite books. And uh, one thing that I will say that he talked about was when he was uh, making it a goal to be an international speaker, he had a picture of the Sydney Opera House in Sydney, Australia, a poster of that uh, on his office wall. And less than a year later, and he actually also got a passport before he even had a speaking gig anywhere outside the U.S. And those two actions came together and he focused on it daily, every single day. And within less than a year, he had a speaking engagement in Sydney, Australia. It was an amazing story. 
Yes, it's so powerful. It's, it's kind of like, you know, one thing I share too is like, you know, you might, if you go out and you say you want to buy a new car, you buy a new car. And then mm-hmm. after you do that, you see that everywhere. Yeah. Because it's really true what the mind focuses on, it attracts. Mm-hmm. That's why it's so important to focus on positive things. Mm-hmm. You know, so many people, why focus on the negative? Right. One of the things I like to say is one of my sayings be solution oriented, mm. not problem focused. That's that's awesome. I, that, I love that. And that goes right along visualizing your victory. Focus yeah. on the solution. We, we understand the problems. Mm-hmm. And you know, and when I talk about, you know, attitude, I'm not talking about a Pollyanna everything's perfect attitude, but a, a realistic right. optimism. You mm-hmm. know, I was I was diagnosed with cancer, you know, in my twenties. You know, I was told yes. I'm not gonna live. I, I understand challenges and tragedy. Mm-hmm. But why focus on that? There's yeah. always, always something good. One yeah. of my absolute favorite quote talking about life's a marathon, and I think it's in mile six, mile mile five, mile five, on um, page ten, Napoleon Hill. My favorite quote from him. This really became uh, my mantra when I was diagnosed. And he writes that every adversity, every heartache, and every failure carries with it a seed of an equivalent or greater benefit. Wow, and. I, I just remember, Brian, I, I remember laying in the hospital. I, I, I'd just gone through the most intense chemotherapy, a high dose of bo- full body radiation um, before my bone marrow transplant to wipe that all out so they had a new, uh, new bone marrow transplant, new immune system. Right. And I was sicker than I'd ever been. I was laying in that hospital bed. I remember saying to the nurse, I said, you know, one day I'm going to share this story. And I'm going to write a book and inspire and encourage other people. And I just, every time, just, you know, talking to you like this radio program, even in my live audiences, just every time the opportunity to share that story, that that's that seed. That's that seed that's, that's making a difference in the lives of other people. And never would have happened if I didn't go through some challenges. And that really makes everything I went through mm-hmm. worth it. Wow, that's great. Let me just remind people about the call-in number. If they'd like to call in to the show and talk to us for a bit, that number is 866-404-6519. Once again, that's 866-404-6519. We have about a minute, minute and a half before our next break. Let's just talk real quickly about um, conquering your challenges. I mean, you obviously had a real uh, incredible challenge uh, conquering cancer. Are there other examples, uh, real briefly, that you can think of that that's applied to you? Oh, yeah. It's funny in life because it's not always the big challenges that cause more stress. Sometimes the little challenges. For example, two weeks ago, I'm driving to the gym to work out, and I see, like, I think it looks like some kind of, I'm hoping it's like a paper bag or something in the middle of the road. No, it is a concrete block. And, oh, wow, I run over that. I hear this big clunk, and I'm just like, oh, no. And automatically, I'm like, imagine the worst. There's a big gaping hole at the bottom of my car. All this oil or gas is leaking out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was having this great day, Brian. And just like that, I was having all these thoughts of negativity and just down. And I had to stop myself and say, you know what? Even at the worst, it's mm-hmm. nothing compared to being diagnosed with cancer. I love that, and we are coming right up against our break. And I really appreciate that you you have. I mean, that really going through cancer. That's really your anchor moment. If I can get through this, I can get through anything. And that's that's absolutely amazing. I really appreciate you sharing that. We are right up against our second break. This is Success Profiles Radio. We will be right back on the other side. Please stay with us. Our guest today is Matt Jones. 
the mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio, and we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Information about book publishing is power, the power to change your authoring life, and the power to change the lives of your readers. So join us for Your Guide to Book Publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles, Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 Pacific on the Rockstar Radio Network. We'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now. As the book shepherd, Dr. Judith Bryles is in, and each week, she will include publishing professionals that will reveal tips and secrets to the author's journey. If there is a book in you, you want to listen, learn, and yes, call in with your questions each week. For more on Judith and what she can do for you, check out her website, thebookshepherd.com. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursday evenings at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Rockstar Radio Network. Be listening for Healthline Radio with Dr. Alan H. Pressman. Mondays at 11 a.m. Eastern on the Rockstar Radio Network. Dr. Pressman is an author, certified nutritionist, educator, and researcher, and he'll be discussing health and wellness in a direct and dynamic style that encourages you not only to listen, but to take action to improve your well-being. His goal is to give you cutting-edge nutritional views. His focus is on cardiovascular health, neurological support, aging and digestive issues. Men's and women's health concerns are also covered, plus information you need to help manage your personal health and to start living a vibrant, abundant life. Healthline Radio has been on the air since 1974 with a huge listenership. It's time you tuned into This Show Could Save Your Life. For more on the show, check out the doctor's website, drpressman.com. Then join us for Healthline Radio with Dr. Alan Pressman, Mondays at 11 a.m. Eastern on the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. Hello and welcome back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Matt Jones, and we are discussing his book, Life's a Marathon, 26.2 Winning Strategies for Personal and Professional Success. Matt, I'd like to talk a little bit about having a plan and taking action on it. I mean, obviously, you're a very goal-oriented guy. Uh, Surviving cancer and deciding to run marathons and being a speaker certainly involved a lot of goals. Tell us about the importance of all of that. Well, I just want to use an example. I just, like I said, recently, it was a phenomenal experience, the opportunity to participate and complete the uh, 2012 uh, Tokyo Marathon. And this is something I've been working on for several months. But if I would just like said, you know what, I think I'm going to go run a marathon Tokyo tomorrow. Well, if I didn't have a plan for that, obviously that's not going to happen. First of all, they only have it once a year. Uh-huh. Uh, secondly, running a marathon requires you know months of training. It requires, number one, simple things like having a passport, uh, going there, making my booking arrangements. So all these things are necessary in fulfilling our goals. And if you don't have a plan, you know, it's like you're just going to drive somewhere. How are you going to get there if you don't know where you're going? And so I think it's yeah. you know, essential to have a plan, but even more so, I think a lot of people sometimes they suffer from paralysis by analysis. 
Yes. You know, they're always constantly in that planning stage, always yep. coming up with the newest, greatest plan. Or, well, I just get just the, the, the perfect plan. I find the, the perfect workout or the, you know, the, the perfect business model. And at some point, you've got to take action. Exactly. You can only gather information for so long. And then ultimately, if you're going to make it happen, you have to actually do something about it. Yes. And many times you realize from taking action where that the type of action that you have to take because you don't really know until you go out there and try some stuff what's really going to work for you because it's different for everybody and just because it works for me or for you Brian might not necessarily work for someone else and that's why you know I'm a big believer is go out there and take action and, and do the course corrections but you got to take the action you know right you know for example you know there was you know, when I was planning my trip to Tokyo, I was like, well, should I stay here or where should I stay there? And I, I really didn't know. And that's, you know, I've learned some stuff, but also ultimately I had to take the action. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's wonderful stuff. It's also very important that while you are making your plans and taking your action that you do so with passion. You talk about the importance of passion in all of this as well. Yeah, one of my quotes I'd like to share, Ralph Waldo Emerson said, nothing great is ever achieved without enthusiasm. And it. It, it was funny. A couple of months ago, I went to the post office and I went there to mail something. And the, the lady behind the counter, she like looked at me and she gave me this strange look and she said, is something wrong with you? <laughs> and I was like, what are you talking about? Is there something on my face? You know, did I shave wrong? What's going on? And she just said, you're just, you're so full of life. You're so enthusiastic, and most people aren't like that. Yeah, that's a good and problem I, to have. Yeah, right. <laughs> I myself, well, that's kind of sad that she has to say that. Uh huh. Um, but she said, "No, keep doing it. Keep doing it." She's, you know, it's a a breath of fresh air. Uh, but one of the things I share is called a Tin Man syndrome. Mm. And unfortunately, uh, and I'm originally from Kansas, so I got thrown the Wizard of Oz whenever I can. There you go. <laughs> and uh, unfortunately, you know, so many people like the Tin Man. And when Dorothy and the Scarecrow, they found the Tin Man, he was rusted and he was stuck in a rut. Mm -hmm. You know, because what happened was he got cut out in the storm and he didn't have his oil can. And that's what passion does for us because we all have our challenges. You know, for me, yeah, it was cancer. Other people, it's relationships. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, the economy. It's just life. And we all have challenges. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, I think – you know, I had this big challenge of cancer. I think I should have the you know, like uh, get out of jail card. No more challenges in life, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't happen, right? No. Still have more challenges, and if you're not careful, they will rob you of that passion. And mm. that's why I think it's so important, Brian. Is you and I we work on ourselves, professional development, listening to shows like this, you know, reading mm -hmm. the books, because you got to have those little shots of inspiration on a daily basis to yeah. keep that passion going. Because that that passion is what really allows you when you face those setbacks, when you get knocked down, to get back up. You know, just like one of my favorite movies is the Rocky movies. You know, no matter how many mm -hmm. times Rocky gets knocked down, he, he gets back up because he has that passion. He's going after that dream. He has that mm -hmm. hunger. Mm -hmm. So that, that that's a, a great jumping off point because I want to talk a little bit about not only, you know, running with passion like you describe in your book, but but empowering yourself. And, and the thing that gives you your energy in the morning, you talk about the daily power three, uh, meditation, visual, visualization, and affirmations. Yeah, definitely. This is just 
here's the funny thing, Brian, you know, <laughs> even as I was preparing for this, uh, this uh, talk with us each other and doing this um, interview, reading back through my book, and it's funny, mm-hmm. you know, how often we know what we're supposed to do, but we don't always do it. Yes. And because the days I do my daily power three, when I take that time just to really center myself mm-hmm. and con- connect myself to the universe, connect myself to my higher, my mm-hmm. higher self, mm-hmm. it's just the days are amazing. And yet sometimes I'll have one of those days where everything just seems to be chaotic. Everything seems to be just kind of like out of sync. And I reflect mm-hmm. back and I said, wait a second. I didn't take time in the morning to center myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the the kind of the metaphor I have for the Daily Power Three is when I was a kid, one of the famous um, cartoons was He Man, and, and yes. He Man. Did you ever watch that show? Uh, a little bit, a little bit. So, Some, sometimes, yeah, sometimes. So there was this this prince called Adam in that show, and he was kind of a kind of a scaredy cat. And whenever the bad guy came, Skeletor, he would go to Castle Grayskull and he'd hold up this sword, and Adam the prince would say. I have the power, and he'd be transformed into He-Man, and he was, okay. and he was able to defeat Skeletor, and oh. that's what I really look on the Daily Power 3. It allows that, that greater self to come out. One of the, my, my most favorite books, the books really got me into this whole field was probably like a lot of people, Tony Robbins' Awaken the Giant Within. I love that book. <laughs> And what happens when I read a good book or when I meditate, when I visualize my victory or say those affirmations is it awakes that giant within. It allows me to go out and overcome the challenges, keep the passion to continue on to achieve the goals I've set for the day. Mm -hmm. Okay. So let me ask you this. Do you find that there is a significant difference in your day when you've done your daily power three versus days where you didn't get a chance to do it? Oh, yeah. It's, It's all a difference in the world. Because uh, one thing it really does, Brian, allows me to f- set my focus and my mm-hmm. intention for the day. Mm-hmm. You know, Once I, again, yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, yeah. So it's, you know, it's going out there and instead of now focusing on like all the bad things or all the negative things, going out there and focus on all the possibilities, yeah. all the solutions, because my mm-hmm. mind is right. You know, it's just it's, – it's like a physical body. If you eat a bunch of junk food or like – kind of like after Thanksgiving, we love Thanksgiving, we stuff ourselves. But yes. how, how, how do we feel after Thanksgiving, right? We can't hardly move. Exactly. <laughs> Versus if you have a, you know, really great nutritious, you know, meal and you have that energy and that vibrancy afterwards. It's the same kind of effect, you know, mm-hmm. because what yeah. you put inside your mind just like what you put inside your body, you know, it's going to be – get the results of because as within, so without. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So we're talking about meditations, visualization, and affirmation. And that's basically reassuring yourself that you have the talent, you have the skills, you have the vision, you have the wherewithal to accomplish what you want to do, and you're not going to let anything stop you. Is that correct? That is correct. I just want to share for the listeners out there what I feel one of the most powerful affirmations. It was uh, a gentleman named Christian Larson um, in the early uh, early 20th century wrote this, but now it's been adopted by the Optimist International called the Optimist Creed. And that's one of my favorite apt- affirmations to say. And you can just Google that Optimist Creed and that'll come up. But that's something I like to, to read and really integrate into my life and my focus I want to live by. Just powerful stuff, powerful stuff. That's great. So let's switch gears a little bit. You also talk about getting coaching and having a mentor. A lot of the great champions in life have a coach, 
they have a mentor, they have people to help them see their blind spot. Tell us a little bit about that and how that's worked out for you. You know, one of my uh, first mentors in the speaking industry, uh, Les Brown, he said, you can't see the picture when you're in the frame. Mm. And what's great about the coach, number one is you pay for their experience. So you don't have to go through all the stuff they went through. You get the benefits of their experience, which is a great thing because they've been there, they've done it, and you learn from that. And also, it cuts the learning curve, cuts the learning curve. Um, For example, when I ran my first marathon, I did it with team and training, and I had no idea how to run a marathon. I didn't know how to train. I didn't know what kind of foods to eat. I didn't know what, you know, how you went about it. And so what I did, I went out there and I found some experts who had done what I wanted to do. And I think that's the key. We find a coach, find a mentor, find someone who's doing what you want to do, who's accomplished what you want to do, getting the results that you want. And one of the things I learned from this, because at one point I was kind of having this problem. I was trying to find this coach who was like the kind of like, I don't know, the who had all their areas in their life right. Like they had everything figured out. And I got some a very wise advice from someone. He said, he said, don't look for a coach who's got a perfect life. It's no one's perfect. Everyone has their issues. But find a mentor in, in a specific area you want to be mentored on. For example, you know, you don't go to your financial advisor to get advice about physical health. Right. And so he so he said it's okay and it's it's good to have several mentors, several coaches in the different areas in your life. And I was like, that's really profound because I that made yeah. all the difference for me, you know. If someone for example had a mentor for for running, a mentor for speaking, but if I yeah. you know for relationships, you know, I might someone who's an expert in that area. And that really has made a big difference for me. And I really think when it comes to coaching is find those different experts in those areas. Yeah. You don't go to a steak restaurant to have sushi, <laughs> right. generally speaking. So, <laughs> and I, I really, I think that is very important. You have to find someone who is an expert in the thing that you want uh, to get better at. So we are coming up against our, our final break of the night. And we're talking with Matt Jones, and we're talking about some of the success principles that he's talked about in one of his books, Life's a Marathon, 26.2 Winning Strategies for Personal and Professional Success. We are up against our break. This is Success Profiles Radio. I'll be back on the other side for our final segment. is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio, and we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Mobile is the future, and the future is now. Listen in each week, Tuesdays, 4 to 5 Central, to Brilliant Mobile Marketing with your host, Mobile Mary. 
as we simplify the hottest marketing channel, mobile marketing, and share secrets on how you can use mobile to be more brilliant, be more profitable, and have more fun in your industry. Join us each week to learn from brilliant business leaders on how to simply and easily capture a list of raving fans and turn them into loyal customers. This show will help business owners, authors, and speakers realize their own brilliance by tapping into the insights of fellow brilliant business leaders. We will also showcase brilliant tools, both traditional and digital, that will make you more brilliant in everything you do. Don't miss your date with Brilliant Mobile Marketing and your host, Mobile Mary, America's mobile marketing expert, as she shares her success strategies every Tuesday from 4 to 5 Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Are you the kind of parent who just wants their kids to live the life of their dreams? Well, grab your kids and join How to Raise a Millionaire Radio with Ann Morgan James and Jack James. It's a lively interview and call-in show, Thursday, 6 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. This dynamic mother and son team are on a mission. They want to empower kids to dream big and go after those dreams with gusto. They want to fill the world with kid entrepreneurs. Are your kids ready for success? Don't miss their fun annex, lively guests, and discussions. For more on Ann and Jack and their show, check out their website, howtoraisemillionaire.com. Then join the conversation of lively interviews and call-ins, and let's give our kids the tools and encouragements they need to build a future they can bank on, no matter what the economy throws their way. It's How to Raise a Millionaire Radio with Ann Morgan James and Jack James, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. Welcome back. This is Success Profiles Radio. We are talking with my very special guest, Matt. We're talking about his journey surviving through cancer and his career as an author and a motivational speaker. We're talking about some success principles that he's written about. And uh, one of the things that I want to visit next is the idea of pushing through the wall. Inevitably, when you have a goal and you're working toward it, there's going to be resistance. So tell us a little bit about how you've dealt with that. Oh, I have a great recent example. So here I am, like last week, I'm in this Tokyo Marathon. And this was just an amazing experience. And they estimate close to 2 million spectators came and lined the streets of Tokyo. Mm. And so when I started out, I was just so pumped up. They were cheering. I was like, oh, I just felt just awesome. Well, about mile 16, <laughs> <laughs> you hit that wall. And yeah. I, wanted to, I wanted to cry. I just like, oh, I was like, man, why did I ever do this? This hurts. I just want to stop. Mm-hmm. And the, the crazy thing was, so that the, the course was, the way it went, there was two streets. So you saw the runners ahead of you running who were faster because you crossed each other. And I'm seeing them, they're running towards like mile 24 or something. I'm trying to get to mile 19. I'm like, man, I wish I was on that side of the road of the course. Right. There's no shortcuts. There's no shortcuts. Yes. But in the back of my mind, it's like, just, just skip over. Right. <laughs> There's actually there's a guy who did that one day. He took a subway, one of these marathons. Uh-huh. They they caught him. Oh, they caught him. But I, I don't I don't recommend that. But you had that temptation. <laughs> but I'm just being honest. 
That is awesome. And I was just like, Ozzy, you hit that wall. And I just told myself, just just one step more, just one step more, keep going. Mm-hmm. Because what happens eventually, as you keep pushing forward, you push through that wall. You get your second wind. Yeah. And I, I really believe, you know, the universe tests us. I really believe when you're going out to your dream, you're going to face that wall because that's the test. Whether or not how bad do you really want it? Are you willing to pay the price? Are you willing to do the thing today others won't do in order to get it? And one of the things I had to go back to, the things I share all the time in my talks, I have three core strategies. Visualize your victory, take action, and check your attitude. And so here I was. I was like hit the wall, but I was like, okay, I was visualizing my mind, Brian. You know what it's going to feel like to get that, that medal? Because there's no way I was going to go home without that medal. No way. Mm-hmm. Just take action. You know, you think about it. Running a marathon, just like success, it's simple, but not always easy. Okay. You said visualize victory, check attitude, and what was the third one again? Take action. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah, you got to take action. And so I just kept taking action. Just keep, you know, just one step in front of the other. Just keep going day after day by day. And one of the most important. I believe the most important things I say in all my talks, all my books is this. It, it refers to checking your attitude. The feelings we feel, the thoughts we think, and the words we speak determine the life we live. That's awesome. I love that. That's where it's at. And that is definitely, yeah. So it's definitely where it's at. Yeah. And, and so talking about affirmations and having to do some self-talk to myself in that wall is like, I was like, you right. can do it. You can do it. You're, all, you're already halfway through, you know, yes. just keep going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I would imagine at, at some point along that line, there's a real temptation to lose the great attitude. So you also talk about checking your attitude along the way as well. Yes. Yes. And you know, the thing about attitude, this is a daily thing. Uh, you know, I mean, I mean, I beat cancer. I mean, I just had, it was like, I've won the lottery. Yeah. But yet, for example, like I shared earlier in this uh, broadcast, when I hit that big old concrete block with my car, <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, all these just, these negative thoughts automatically are there. And that's why on a daily basis, we got to check our attitude because society is so negative. You know, that's yeah. why I stopped watching the news. Mm-hmm. I mean, man, right? It's just, you know, yeah. it's crazy the, the negativity. And if you're not careful, what happens is, you uh you see the you seen the cartoon with peanuts right the, the P- Snoopy yes. and and that the, the character uh, I think it's Pigpen these are the characters yes. always that's what happens when we're around negative environments negative mm-hmm. people uh, we watch negative shows yeah. is it rubs off on us yeah. and if you're not constantly checking your attitude it takes over your mind and it's a yeah. daily yeah. daily thing that we have to do constantly 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 to check your yeah. attitude. Yeah. Yeah, Peanuts is one of my is, is my favorite cartoon of all time. So I'm really glad that you brought that up. You also talk about the principle of stop and smell the roses. Appreciate what you have while you have it. Oh, this is so important. Above, I have a, above my bed, I have this painting that says, "The magic is in the moment." Because mm. if you think about it, all we have is right here and right now. That's all, all we have. Yesterday is gone. Tomorrow never comes. All we have is today. 
But so often, it's so easy to get caught up in, well, I can't wait till I get that job promotion. Can't wait till I get that new car. Can't wait till I graduate. Can't wait till I get married. Can't wait till I have kids. It's always like we're, we're, we can't wait for something to happen. Or the reverse is, well, the good old days when I was in high school or, you know, that past relationship or we have regrets. And I think it's so hard for us so many times just to experience the moment. You know, it's, it's, it's true in the marathon, right? In the book about, you know, that's where I really got that concept about stopping and, and smelling the roses. You know, here I was, my very first marathon, you know, San Diego rock and roll. You know, I, I had to relearn how to walk, and I was so excited to be there. And what happened was I, I wanted to just get to the finish. I wanted to finish and get the medal. And I was right. missing out on just this wonderful experience of all the spectators cheering for me. I was running in beautiful downtown San Diego, and, you know, I'm going to be running for a while, so I might as well enjoy it. Right. Do you find that it gets easier for you to do that the more marathons you run? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You got to constantly remind yourself, you know. Like, yeah. I had to constantly just remind myself um, and, and, and remember that. And like I said, it, it's funny, you know, you know these things, but you, you also you've got to remind yourself because that's the, one of the wonderful things about being human. I, yeah. I really, I really believe the perfection is found in the imperfection. Mm. Being able just okay. to be a, a human, being able to, you know, you fall but you get back up. Uh, one of the things I talk about leadership is authentic leadership, and authentic leadership, yes. but just just being real, you know, just being real. Because I think sometimes what's happening in, in leadership is we put people on a pedestal, mm-hmm. and. And then that's why we hear these, these scandals that come out and we're like shocked. That how could that happen? But get down to it. We're all people. We all yes. have our, our imperfections. We all have our stuff that we're working on. But that's what makes us – that's what makes life so interesting, so unique. And yeah. I think it's, it's, it's important just to really savor those, those moments in life because at the end of, end of the day, that's all we have is, is just those moments. Absolutely. You also talk about play your music. Mm. Tell yeah. us about that. Play your, Play music. your music. Yeah, it's an interesting metaphor. What do you mean by that exactly? You know, that's a that's a great uh, quote. Um, what what mile is that? Because I want to read that quote in there from Calvin Roberts. Oh, um, oh, I found it. Found it. Play your music, mile eighteen. So Calvin Roberts, for those of you who don't know, he was the founder of the National Speakers Association, and one of the quotes he said was this in his talks: "One of the greatest tragedies today is the waste of human resources." Too many people die today with their music still within them, never having released their imprisoned splendor. And Mm. the thing is, Brian, we all have this music inside of us. Now, for me, I cannot sing. (laughs) But my my gift is to go out there and speak. Just like your gift here is this this show that you're doing, which you're doing just a wonderful job on. We all have these gifts, these talents that Mm -hmm. nobody else has, just like our DNA, our fingerprints. Yeah. Why do you think why do you think people don't play their music? You know, I think sometimes they're afraid to let their light shine. Hmm. Because they're afraid they'll lose their friends or because they're afraid that they don't have it in them or that they're not worthy of it. All the above. All the above. And I think that's why, you know, personal development is so important so you realize your worth and realize that each and every one of us, ultimately, I think the purpose on this earth is to serve. Mm-hmm. And we serve through our unique talents and gifts. Wow. That's awesome. 
let me just ask you, uh, perhaps it's going to be one of our final questions here and uh, just take a different track here. Obviously, in order to write a good book, you have to read a lot of good books first. <laughs> yes, I've read a lot. And I, I've read a lot, too. I enjoy reading immensely, uh, much more now than I did when I was younger. So let me, <laughs> so let me just – well, now it's because I want to not because I have to. Yes, yes. There's a big difference. Okay. Big so difference. Let, me just, let me just ask you, Matt, what are you reading right now? What inspires you? What gets you going? Well, I am reading a lot of articles. I'm working on my dissertation for my PhD. So I'm reading a lot of scholarly articles and books, which those aren't the funnest, but they're necessary. But one of the absolutely favorite books of mine that I always read no matter what is this little book called As a Man Thinketh. I love that. By James Allen. James Allen, yes. And if you if you don't have this book, you need to go out right now and order from Amazon. Go to go to Barnes and Nobles. I just can't believe this. Like this ten dollar book, which is priceless. And so I read that all the time. It's in my laptop bag. I carry it everywhere I go. And so that is like my number one book. Uh, another book I read recently is very very good. Dr. Martin Siegelman, he is the founder of Positive Psychology, has his book out, Flourish or Flourishing, his newest book. Awesome book, all about positive psychology, which is just an awesome, awesome field. And so I really enjoy that book, too. It's called Flourishing? Flourishing. I think Flourish or Flourishing, yeah, by Dr. Martin Siegelman, his newest book. And it's all about positive psychology. Great book. That's great. So, Matt, how do we get a hold of you as we wrap this up? I go to my website, Matthew, with two Ts, djones.com. So, M-A-T-T. H E W D J O N E S dot com. Great. So if you want to get any of Matt's books, if you want to hire him as a speaker, uh, if you just want to talk to him, www.matthewdjones.com. <laughs> <laughs> you can connect with him on Facebook as well. And you can link with me on Facebook or on Twitter. Uh, on Twitter, I'm Mr. Brian K. Wright. And if you're listening live at www.successprofilesradio.com, you can click on the link to connect with me on Facebook and Twitter which is also my host page on the Rockstar Radio Network. If you are listening to the podcast or you have downloaded it for free on iTunes, you can still go to www.successprofilesradio.com. See the link to contact with me there. I'd love to have you in my tribe. We are wrapping up. Thank you so much for joining us. It's Matt, and thank you all for listening to Success Profiles Radio. You have a wonderful week. Take care, y'all. Thank you for being a part of Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Each week, we'll